Say it with all your heart. Say it again and again. Say it again and again. Hype it on social media. Let's keep praising him. Let some others, other people know that you are praising him. God, you are good. God, you are great. You are great. God, you are awesome. God, you are mighty. God, you are alive. God, you are wonderful. God, you are powerful. Go on. Go on. Go on. King of kings. Lord of lords, eternal rock of ages, we give you praise, we give you adoration, we worship you, worship him, worship him, all those connected online, worship him, hide this worship and share it, hide this worship and share it, let it go viral all over the world, let's worship him, let's worship him. He's worthy, he's awesome, he's mighty, he's glorious, he's holy, he's powerful, ancient of days, God of all gods and king of all kings. We give you praise. Let's praise him. The more you praise him, the more he will bless you. The more you praise him, the more he will bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God. In Jesus' name we worship. In Jesus' name we worship. Today, God will visit everyone within the reach of my voice. Wherever you are hearing me and watching, right in this auditorium, all living spring chapel centers, all viewing centers, and across the world. The power of God will reach down to where you are. He will heal you where you hurt. Whatever has been a challenge, a burden, a need, a fear, an anxiety, God shall turn it around for your testimonies. God shall turn it around for your testimony. He sent his words and he healed them. Your healing word is coming. Your deliverance word is coming. Your promotion word is coming. Your lifting word is coming. Nobody will be left the same after today's encounter. Through the word and the power that shall flow, there shall be a total turnaround. There shall be a total turnaround. Your expectation will become your experience. Your expectation will become your experience. God will show you mercy. God will show you favor. God will raise people that will raise you. Your story will change. If you are already having it good, you will have it better. And if you are struggling, things are tough, things are rough, there will be a change. All shall be blessed. All shall be happy. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for the Lord. Help me welcome two or three persons around you there. And let that same thing be done in all living spring chapel centers worship team god bless you and uh, musicians god bless you you just gave us a very nice time hallelujah i said hallelujah I want every one of us to get our notebooks ready for jottings as you hype and share you also do your jottings let's hit the ground running our ministrations this month is on heart of stewardship can somebody say heart of stewardship i say say heart of stewardship each month has 
its theme in this house we don't just preach there is the sequence it says line upon line precept upon precept each month has its theme and i want every one of us to flow in the sequence of how we bring the ministration so that we can learn the truth in profound simplicity in january we were on running with a clear vision january was the month of clear vision in february we were on walking in dominion dominion was the emphasis in the month of february in march we were on soaring high march was the month of the eagles in april we were on the mantle of power that was power month and in may we were on seed and harvest now welcome to june welcome to june the month of our heart of stewardship at goshen land our ikeja lagos center last sunday i brought the first two messages on this great theme i want everyone to visit our facebook page visit our website page download and take the first two ministrations that i have brought on this great theme this month and the first last sunday i titled christian tea worship the second ministration i called provoking god's power through stewardship today i am ministering on what i call the heart of service write it down that's the theme that's the title subtitle of the ministration that is coming the heart of service i want us to extray the heart of man in connection to god the heart of man in relationship to god today's revelation will take you to another level today's revelation it will change you if you will connect to it and run with it therefore give god your attention give me your attention let nothing compete with your attention because this is a, revol a revelation that will create a revolution in your spirit and turn you into another person the heart of service i want everyone to get ready to ask god for the heart of service the insight i am about sharing and the insight we will all be sharing this month about christian stewardship or christian service is the heart of christianity this is the heart of christianity serving god is of the heart stewardship is a heart matter deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 and thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart with all thy soul and with all thy mind all thy heart all thy soul is a heart issue stewardship or otherwise known as serving god is a heart issue the heart of service the heart of stewardship matthew chapter 15 verse 8 these people draws near to me with their mouth and honored me with their lips but their heart is far from me that's god talking there that's jesus christ talking there what do we have left in christendom today lip service but god is looking for heart service and people are giving him lip service that is why not much is happening 
These people are saying it. But God sees more than saying. He looks into the heart. He said, man, look unto the face. But I, God, looked into the heart. These people are honoring me. They are eulogizing with their mouth. But their hearts are far from me. Most of what we see in Christian today is eye service, is lip service. Heart service, eye service, and lip service. Heart service is cars. God is concerned about our heart. Serving God is a heart issue. Somebody said, the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. Serving God is a heart issue. It's not eye service. It's not lip service. It's not that, it's not show off. It's not that she should see me. It is a concern of the heart. These people are honoring. Those who see them, those who watch them, say they are worshiping God. But the God that they say they are serving says, your heart is far from me. I want to ask everyone connected and listening to me, where is your heart? God came into the garden of Eden in the evening. Adam, Adam, where are you? Do you think or do you mean God did not see where Adam and Eve were hiding? Do you think he who made eyes cannot see? No, he was saying, Adam, where is your heart? Something is missing. Where is your, your heart has left me? Where is your heart? And I see God ask so many of us, where is your heart? Service is a heart issue. This is the heart of Christianity. Romans chapter 10 verse 10. For with heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with mouth, confession is made unto salvation can you see the connection between the heart and the mouth there with heart with heart with heart it is your heart first before your money it is your heart first before your service it is your heart first before running up and down it is your heart first before active before activities heart it is your heart first on sunday at goshen land in lagos I defined stewardship with eight definitions. What is stewardship? Who is a steward? And I said, number one, a steward is a caretaker. Number two, a steward is an administrator. Number three, a steward is an employee. He has an employer. He has somebody to report to. Number four, a steward is an attendant. He attends to matters that are referred to him. He attend to issues. Number five, a steward is an appointee. He did not appoint himself. Somebody appointed him. A steward, number six, is an agent. He stands in the gap for somebody. Number seven, a steward is a representative. And finally, a steward is a servant. Can I ask you again, are you a servant? What services are you rendering? Are you a servant in what capacity? A steward is a servant serving him. Are you serving? Where and how are you serving him? All these aids cannot be done if the heart is not there. Today, I want you to pray David's prayer. David's prayer in Psalm 51 verse 10. Psalm 51 verse 10. David prayed. He said, create in me a clean heart, O God and renew the right spirit within me we all need to pray that prayer creating me a heart of service 
a heart of a steward, a representative, a heart of a servant, a heart of an administrator, a heart of a man or a woman who is about his master's duty, being very careful that it is done as instructed. That is the heart of a steward. He is not the owner. He is aware that he is not the owner. He is aware that there is nothing a man has except God has given it to him. He is aware that God is the loner. He is the loner. He is aware that everything including life, including the breath of our nostrils, is given to us on loan. We don't own our life. Not everything around us, we don't even the material, the education you have, the beauty, the strength, the anointing, the influence, the skill, whatever you have in life does not belong to you. A steward knows that everything is given to me alone. It's just alone. It's an opportunity. Whatever you have is a privilege and is careful not to abuse that privilege. He's careful not to abuse that privilege. Today, I want you to ask God for the heart of service. I want you to ask God for the heart of service. I can't force it on you. It has to be individually sought for and received from God. It's a measure of grace. Lord, give me a heart that pants and yearn. David said, as the heart panted after the water brooks. So my heart pants after you, O oh Lord. Let us have a panting and a yearning and a passionate heart to serve God. Can I tell you this? If you can have this kind of heart we are discussing, serving God with all your heart, with all your mind, every other thing will be fixed. If you make God the center of your life, the circumference will take care of itself. All our running up and down will be taken care of. If we can understand what God is saying to us this month, if we can understand what God is saying to us today, ask for the heart of stewardship, a heart that loves serving. In this kingdom, it is the heart of service that pays way for enthronement. In this kingdom of God, where we are, it is the heart of service that takes us to the throne. There is a throne ahead of you, no doubt, but it is the service route that takes you there. It is the service route that takes you to the highways of God. I was making this illustration in Lagos on Sunday. If you drive a car on the highway, on the expressway, on the trunk road, if you are coming from another road to join the main road, you are coming from a street or something to join the highways, the express road, there is what they call service lane. You first of all get to the service lane and start moving slowly on the service lane and looking at your mirror to see when the road is clear. Isn't it? How many drivers are here? I see the way they are looking at me. Are you only a bicycle rider? You have to come through the service lane. And when the main road is clear, from the service lane, you drive into the highway. If you are going to get to the highways of God, you come through the service lane. You come through the service lane. The service route takes you to the enthronement of God. So if you are not serving, you are undoing yourself. It is the service lane that takes you to the highway. Natural things illustrate spiritual things. You can't come into the highway trunk road without 
first of all, moving in the service lane slowly, and then you join the main highway. I prophesy to everyone's life this season, today, God will put you on the highway of life. If your amen is louder, heaven will sign it immediately. I say, heaven will sign it immediately. Number two, man is a tripartite being, man is a spirit. You are a spirit. You have a soul or mind or heart. And man has a body. So when people begin to argue Trinity, how can you say God is three? I said, but you know that you yourself, you are three. Man is a Trinity. Just like God is a Trinity. Man is essentially a spirit. He has a soul or a mind or a heart. Three words for the same thing mind, soul, heart means the same thing and then both the spirit and the soul dwells in the outer body now it is the spirit of man that worship God it is the spirit that gives worship to God I want you to follow me very carefully it is the spirit that worship God because God himself is spirit John chapter 4 verse 24 John 4 24 he said God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth it is with spirit we communicate with god because god is spirit and when we're talking about fasting the other time i told you that we fast to discipline the flesh so that the spirit of god in us can gain ascendancy can gain power and relate with god who is spirit god is not flesh God is spirit. Our body cannot communicate with God. Our mind cannot communicate with God. It is our spirit. That is why you must develop your spirit. You must build up your spirit man. Feed your spirit man with the word of God and have regular time of studying the word of God, of waiting before God, of worship and praise before God. It is the spirit that communicate and worship God. You are a spirit. Therefore, develop your spirit man so that you can relate with God who himself is spirit. Number two, our heart. It is with the heart we serve God. With the spirit, we communicate and worship God. With the heart, we serve God. And that's why I want you to listen very carefully. And like I said, another word for the heart is the soul of the mind heart mind soul means the same thing service to god almighty is with the heart and this is where the problem lies this is where many christians or many people have problems people's hearts are on things not on god people's hearts are on things people's hearts are on their jobs People's hearts are on their family. Most women, their hearts are on their children. People's hearts are on material things. People's hearts are on merry making. People's hearts are on money. People's hearts are on vain things of life. People's hearts are on pleasure, on feasting. Uh, many worry, on anxiety. People's hearts are on phone, on game, on recreation, on several other things, but not on God. Not on God. And it takes heart to serve God. You need a heart to serve God. 
and we must all ask for that grace and that heart to serve God. And when your heart is full with all these things, you have no more heart left to serve God. When your heart is full with the mundane things of life, such as I have listed and very many more, you will have no more heart left to serve God. And yet you need heart to serve God. It is with heart we serve God. And so, get your heart out of things that robs you of their capacity to serve God. Luke 16 verse 13. Luke 16 verse 13. He said, a servant cannot serve two masters. Once your heart is on things, it cannot be on God. This is where the battle lies. And I want somebody to listen to me very carefully today. The hottest battlefield is your mind. The hottest battlefield is your soul. The hottest battlefield is your heart. That is what the devil battles with. The devil wants to have your mind or your heart or your soul because he knows that it is only with that heart you can serve God. And once he occupies it, with all the other distractions all the other things of life like worry, like anxiety like the vain things of life running after materialism like sin and all the rest of it there will be no room left to serve God such a person can come to church but you see that they never get involved that, have you wondered that for over 4-5 years we've been talking about IBI we've been talking about the six criteria of total commitment to God. Do you see how difficult it is for people, Christians? Some of them have been Christian for over 25, 27 years. When we now brought the dimension of total commitment, do you see how they fizzle out? Because you are striking at the jugular vein. You are striking at the heart. If you can take the six criteria, then there will be no room in your heart for the devil. And people have given their heart to fun. They're giving their heart to recreation. They're giving their heart to their work. They're giving their heart to Nollywood. They're giving their heart to Facebook. They're giving their heart to merriment. They're giving their heart to parties. They're giving their heart to friends. And so, because those are the things that fill their mind, all the criteria you are talking about has no room to come in. Except they shut out all the other things for no servant can serve two masters. No servant can serve. This is the heart of Christianity. If you want to run now, run. This is a good time to run. If you want to run, I say this is too heavy a cross to carry. And I tell you, there is nothing like there is nothing so fulfilling like serving God. I, do, do you hear what I said? But you need a heart to serve Him. He said, these people pay lip service. They honor me with their mouth, but their heart, I have no room in their heart. He said, son, give me your heart. He didn't ask for his leg. He didn't ask for the hand. He wasn't asking for the bank account. Can you give? Many people find it easy to give God money than to give him time. They, they can't because that heart has been taken up by some other things of life. And a heart is capable of one thing at a time. That is why kids and puppies and students in primary and secondary school especially whose heart has been taken over by social media cannot be good in their studies because their heart cannot accommodate the two are you hearing me 
So if your heart is filled with the anxieties of life, the running up and down of life, how to make it, how to meet up, you are, you are, and it's a big mistake. Because if you give your heart to God, He will give you your place on earth. If you give Him a place in your heart, He will give you a place on earth. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. That's why it is Femi Manuel everywhere. Because I gave my heart to God in service. 46 years ago, I have not taken it back. So God is just making way and making way for me. And everyone who understands this revelation, the same thing will happen. So I want you to please take in this revelation. A heart of service. A heart of devotion. A heart that is totally sold out to God. When you sell out to God, it will be sold out for you. I said to people, the fastest way to get God do your things is to do his things. You want God to be committed to you? Be committed to him. He said, turn to me and I will turn to you. Be committed to him. Be devoted to him. You don't beg him to bless you when you are totally committed. When you have given your heart, and we can't talk of commitment without the heart. It is with the heart we get committed, we get devoted. And because people have given their heart to other things, it's difficult to give that same heart to God. The heart is the battlefield. The devil wants your mind. The devil wants your heart. He wants to fill it with all kinds of garbage so that you don't have time for God. The devil wants to keep people busy. (laughs) Just keep you busy with the mundane things of life. Just keep you busy so that it denies you of having a heart to serve God. By the grace of God, everyone will be delivered today. I said everyone will be delivered today. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 3. He says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it come, with the, come the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence. Because out of it comes the issues of life. Media cite that out and put the correct thing there. The heart is the battlefield. Is the battlefield. In Jeremiah 29 verse 13. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. And ye shall seek me and find me when you have sought for me with all your heart. Can somebody say all your heart? Okay, say all my heart. Can you confess it and say, I will seek for God with all my heart. Can you say again, God help me to seek you with all my heart. The mind controls the man. The mind controls the man the mind is the control tower of every human life it is the mind that drives you the devil gets controls of people's mind of people's heart so that their hearts are not for god and all the people people are mentioning i'm talking about christians that speaks in tongue some of them big elder and big officers in church Yet, they don't have, they have the title from men, but they don't have approval from God. Because their hearts, God looks at their heart, not what man looks at. God is saying, give me your heart. Give me the control tower. The heart or the mind or the soul is the control tower. 
Many so-called Christians are so worldly-minded. Many are worldly-minded. Many are materials-minded. Their hearts and minds are full of earthly issues. So, serving God becomes a difficult task. First King chapter 11, verse 4. First King 11, 4. Talking about Solomon there. For it came to pass, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned away his heart. His what? Talk to me, his what? Turned away his heart. After other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. Can you imagine that? Solomon, the man that went to Gibeon, and God said, and after he slaughtered a thousand bullocks in worship and sacrifice to God, God said to him, ask me whatever you want, I will give you. And he asked for wisdom. You know the story. And God said, the ones you have asked for, I'll give you. What you did not ask, which I know is good for you, I will add it. David, his father, fought battles all his lives. But Solomon, his son, did not fight one single battle. The Bible said there was rest and peace all throughout his reign. The man that God did so much for, so much for. The Bible says a time came in his life. His wife, be careful who you relate with. Be careful your association will determine your destination. He associated himself. The man married Sote. The addition of his wives and concubines was 1,000. In fact, it would, have been it would have been possible for Solomon not to be lured away. 1,000 women whispering, you hear nothing into your ears. There is no way you can hear from God anymore. The Bible says, he came to pass, his heart was turned away to the gods of his wives. Can you imagine this great Solomon started worshipping idols? How are the mighty falling? By the grace of God, you will not fall. You will not fall. That is what a heart not under con God's control can do. I plead with all of us today, ask God for a heart of service. If you already have it to a level, ask for more. You cannot serve God too much. You cannot praise God too much. You cannot give to God too much. You can't serve him too much. Ask for additional grace to serve him, to serve him. A heart of service is what we need to attract all the good things from God. A heart of service, a stewardship heart is what we, we need. It is the pathway to greatness in God. You want to, Jesus Christ said, the son of man came not to be served, but to serve. And he showed the disciples so many, many instances. At a point, he laid down his garment, tied a towel, and was washing their, their feet. Showing them, teaching them the message of humility and service. Service. Still worship. Service. Still worship. Service. Still worship. He said, if anybody wants to be great among you, let him be your servant. The disciples were contesting. Who will be the first? Who will be the uh, supervisor? Who will be the manager? Who will be the... And he said, if any one of you will be great, let him be the servant of them all. Service is the heart of lifting that we are talking about. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. That popular verse of scripture that we can never coach too much. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. 
I have said that verse of the scripture should be Christian's mantra. It should be our motto. It should be our guiding scripture. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Then all other things shall be added. And when God says all other things, he meant all other things. And like I have told you before, all other things include a happy marriage. It includes a glorious wedding. That's why I know you are going to marry gloriously. Your wedding is going to be wonderful. Your family will be wonderful. Your children are going to be dream children. How do I know? If you seek for God with all your heart, he will add all the other things. That's why I know there is none of you that will remain poor for too long. Because if you take this message and you begin to serve God more than before, he brings things to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Then all other things shall be added. Before getting to verse 33, he said for, your, he said for all these things, the unbelievers run after their minds and their hearts are full of money, making money, growing a big business, traveling all over the world, great holidays, all over, the children, sleeping. He said, for all these things, the unbelievers run after, they have no time for God. They have no heart for God. He said, for your father in heaven knows that you need all these things. Can I tell you this? God knows. What did I say? God knows that you need things. God knows that you need money. God knows that you want comfort and he wants to give it to you. God is not about, is not to deny us anything. If we will make, create a room for him in our heart, if we will chase away all the other things contending for the space in our heart and we allow God to fill our heart, his love, his service, his passion, we are committed, we are devoted. No room for any other thing except God. If you Package your life that way. It will amaze you where God will take you to. He makes way where there is no way. The Bible says in Psalm 75 verse 6. He said promotion does not come from the north or south or east or west. He said God is the promoter. He pulled down one so that he can lift up the other. You saw how he brought down Vasti to put Esther there. I prophesy now. Whoever is occupying what you should occupy, where you should occupy. Whoever is doing the job you should do. Whoever is earning the money you should earn, God is going to put them down and put you there. Whoever is occupying your throne shall be unseated. Whoever is occupying your children's throne shall be unseated. God is a good master to serve. You can't serve him and starve. I want you to trust this word of God. I want you to just stake your life with God and see where he will take you to. You are struggling too much. If there's anything to struggle for, it is struggle to serve God with all your heart, with all your, with all you have, and see how far God will take you. You don't lose anything serving God with your whole heart. You don't lose anything serving God with your entire house. Moses said, as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. You don't lose anything. Serving God with all you have, with all you are, with all you own, with your skill, with your time, with your influence, with your gift, with your money. You don't lose anything serving God. In fact, you gain all things when you serve God. You gain everything serving God. You don't lose anything serving God 
Hebrews 11 verse 6. He said God is a rewarder of those who diligently, those who heartily, those who committedly, those who devotedly seek him, serve him. He is a rewarder. God is a better master to serve. He pays with what money can buy and what money cannot buy. God pays with what money can buy. Can money buy you long life? Talk to me now. Can money buy you long life? Can money buy you peace of mind? Can money buy you a good sleep? Can money buy you a happy home? Can money buy you distinguished children? Oh, there are instances in life where money fails. He gives you what money can buy and what money cannot buy. He's a rewarder. God is not a tyrant. God is not wicked. He's a rewarder. You try serving him. I am a Christian. I go to church. I, no, I can't see any change. Check this area. Check this area. Is he a heart full service or a half and half service? God will not take it half and half. He wants it total. God is a jealous God. He cannot accommodate anything with himself in our heart. Give God your whole heart, your whole time, your whole value, and see what value He will add to your life. Everything in life, everything in the life of a human being is controlled from the heart. Everything in the life of a human being is controlled from the heart or the mind. Your time is controlled by from your mind. Your time, your money, your hobby. Your likes, your dislikes, your decision from the heart. From the heart. That's why I said the heart is the control room. It's the control tower. To do or not to do comes from the heart. To go or not to go comes from the heart. To give or not to give comes from the heart. To serve or not to serve comes from the heart. The mind controls the man. Do you know that we don't see with our eyes, we see with our mind? Your eyes is only permitted to see what your mind sees first. How many of you have had this experience? Somebody accusing you a friend or a member or something or a family member. You, 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 you saw me, you didn't greet me. You were looking at me and you didn't greet me. How many of you have had that experience before? You know why? Your eyes was looking but your mind was somewhere else. We don't see with our eyes. We see with our mind. We don't go with our legs. We go with our mind. Your leg will only go where your mind dictates. What drives your life is from the heart. That's why God is saying, give me the heart. Let me sit there. Let me be the pilot. You will never crash when God pilots your life. Let me be the driver. Can you let me be the driver to drive your life? God knows where the things you are looking for are. But he's saying, let me take my seat. Let me drive. I pray we will not just enjoy this message, but we will go before God and say, help me. Every one of us needs help in this area. I want to serve you more. But there are certain forces contending that heart with you, such as I have mentioned. Such as I have mentioned, sometimes we are drawn because what we see others do is like we are left behind. It's like, are we not losing out? David said, I was worried. I was disturbed 
when I saw others who were not committed to God and serving God like me, I see the opulence around them. I see the comfort. I see their gadgets. I see their material things. If it was today, we'd be talking about their SUVs and their Jeeps. I see how they gallivant all over the world. I see how people honor them. I see the position they occupy. And I'm here serving God. And it's like I don't see much. He said, I was afraid. Am I not losing? Some people are thinking that way now. This Jesus, Jesus. This church, church. This house sell, house sell. This soul winning, soul winning. This man is talking about all the time. This going after the lost soul. Establishing the the young believers. Am I not losing? Am I not losing? You are not the only one who is worried. David was worried. He said, am I not losing? Am I not missing? Church all the time. Am I not missing? Prayer all the time. Am I not missing? He said, until I went to the temple and God is good to come to church to hear what you are hearing now. He said, until I went to the temple and God opened my eyes and I saw that they were in a slippery place sliding to hell can i say this to you there is no way those that are not serving jesus the way you are serving him can have an edge over you no way except you are not serving him right he said i was worried i was disturbed there was a time i was disturbed that way too hey all this all this church church because i was a church boy and i'm still a church boy i think i have become a church man now I love church. You are a calling star. I sang the choir for 13 years. I love it. I was like a tail to a dog with my pastor. I followed him everywhere. Church was my life. If I didn't go to church, I would get sick. Church was my life. I had no friend outside of church. I have no hobby outside of church. I have no life outside of church. It was like, and then came, I didn't have a job. Job finished where I was working. Six months, nine months, no salary was paid. Ah! And then I just married a wife. And I just had a daughter. You know the story. You know the story. How we ended up in my pastor's sitting room. You know the story. But you know, I came thinking, am I not losing? I did not tell him the truth. This church, church, church. Thank God he rescued me. Thank God the rest. Do you know many people have left the church and left Jesus because they felt they were missing something in the world? Can I say this to you as I begin to round up? You are missing nothing. For all you know, if you take your stand in the Lord, those people outside are coming to join you in the Lord because there is nothing outside there. It's a mirage. It's an emptiness. It's a deception. There is nothing the devil has to offer any man that will not eventually ruin him. Today, I'm an envy. I have become an envy to my mate. A mentor to my mate. I met one of my old mates in the school. And he said, he was doing, ah, pastor. Yes, I said, ah, I said don't embarrass me now. Ah, ah, but, but we are friends. I said, no, what did you want to you are, you, we are no longer at your level. We are no longer, except we want to deceive ourselves. We are no longer at your level. I prophesy to somebody's life. Your service to God will lift you higher. Your commitment to God will take you above. You will tower above your mates. You will become a mentor to your mate. 
there is nothing good for life and living that God will not give you. God will reward you handsomely. Receive the heart of service. Receive the grace for service. Receive ability for devotion. In the name of Jesus. Everybody rise up and let's pray to God. Oh, there is no way your life will remain the same again. There is no way your things will remain the same again. I want you to pray this first prayer. Say, oh Lord my God. Everybody everywhere say the same thing. Oh Lord my God. Help me to seek you and serve you with all my heart with all my mind with all that i have give me grace to seek for you and to serve you with all my heart with all my i want to serve you better than i'm serving you now i want to serve you better than i'm serving you now give me the grace to serve you with all my heart to seek you with all my soul to serve you with all my strength you can't serve god and starve pray that prayer ask for that grace ask for that help to serve him to serve him with all your heart with all your mind with all you have God ask God for that grace he will be quitted on you nobody can force anybody to serve God it has to come as a grace from God it has to come as an enablement from God God will put his love in your heart you receive that love and begin to run with it Lord, help me to serve you more devotedly, more committedly, more passionately than I am doing now. I need that grace, oh Lord. I need that power, oh Lord, to serve you. Paul the apostle said, I have fought a good fight. I have run my race. I want to be at that pedestal. I want to fight a good fight. I want to run a good race. I want to be totally committed and devoted from the heart. From the heart. Talk to God. He will give you that grace. Talk to God. If you are serious, if you mean it, He's going to give you that enablement. He has helped me these past 46 years to serve Him without looking back. To serve Him without looking back. And it's been awesome. It's been an awesome life. It's been a wonderful life. A restful life. A peaceful life. A prosperous life. Lord, give me grace to serve you with all I've got. To serve you with my life, with my house, with everything, with my money, my time, with zeal. Give me grace. Not, not to look back. Give me grace. Not to compare myself with the others. If you want to serve God with all devotion, you don't compare yourself with the others. You run the race that has been set before you. And God Almighty will help you. In Jesus name we pray. Pray the second prayer. Say, oh Lord my God say holy spirit i want you to call on holy spirit be the driver of my heart be the controller of my mind holy spirit be the driver of my life the controller of my mind let the control the leading the guidance come from you holy spirit is the companion is the executive head of god given to us as our teacher our helper our companion our leader holy spirit be the driver of my life the pilot of my mind give me grace holy ghost help me i can't do it all alone by myself i have no power to give god this devotion i need the holy ghost everybody ask for the holy ghost to pour his presence on you holy spirit be the driver of my heart the controller of my mind so that i can be well focused i can reject all distraction there are so many distractive forces on earth i don't want to be distracted in any way in any form holy spirit 
I rely on you. I rely on you. Help me to be so focused on God, so devoted to God. Come to my aid. Come to my aid. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's take this third prayer. And after this prayer, I'm going to prophesy on all of you. God has initiated my tongue to speak to lives. And when I speak to your life and you believe, things will begin to happen. Things will begin to happen. All the negatives will be cancelled. And good things in your life will begin to grow. And before I do that, and as I do that, all those that are connected online, immediately after that prophetic language, that prophetic declaration over your life, it will be time to transmit your tithe. If you are tighter to go through this commission, the PayPal information will be on your screen. Just follow the instruction. And if it is the offering seed you are giving God today, or the battle seed, as I have explained to us, or any donation at all, just follow the PayPal instruction and transmit. Wherever you are in the whole world, the PayPal will take whatever you are giving. And in all living spring chapel centers, after that, the pastor will be coming up to administer the tithes and the offering giving and the other business that you have to do in the church. Now, this is the top prayer. Say, say, Oh Lord my God, as I obey you in service with all my heart, pour your blessings on me. Let Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 be fulfilled for me. As I seek you and serve you, Lord, let your blessings be poured on my life, my family, my children. Let my life lack nothing. Let Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 be fulfilled, be established for me. He says, seeking for the kingdom of God, all his righteousness. Be a steward, be a servant. All other things shall be added. Peace will be added. Money will be added. Promotion will be added. Good health will be added. Fruitfulness will be added. Long life will be added. Lord, as I serve you devotedly, let Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 be fulfilled for me. Oh yes, people must not ask me where is your God. It must be obvious. It must be obvious that I'm serving a living God. Let it be obvious to the whole world that I'm serving a living God. Let your backing be available for me. Fight my battle. Fight my battle. Turn things around in my life. Let the emblem of a servant of God be seen on me. Defend my cause. Fight my battle. Speak on my behalf. Oh Lord, are places where I'm not. Let, let your glory, let your grace be so evident on my life. Pray that way. As I serve you, committedly, devotedly, sacrificially, defend my cause. Oh Lord, arise and fight my cause. Arise and let my enemies be scattered. Arise for me in business. Arise for me in marriage. Arise for me in my career. Arise for me in ministry. Arise for me in the family, in the community. Defend my cause. Fight my battle as I serve you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody stretch your hand towards your screen and your gadget and your device and all of you in this dominion cathedral stretch your hand, your hand here open your heart God has led us to a month that we decide all other months this month we decide all other months in your life from now beginning you enter into a realm where you cannot be pulled down 
receive grace for a total devoted service receive grace for a heart of service a heart of still worship and as you serve god with all your life with all your heart with your money with your home with your space with your everything may heaven open and pour his blessing on you david said i have been young now i am old i have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his children begging for bread i prophesy tonight you will not beg to live you will not beg for things things as you need them will be coming for you on his own accord as the door open for peter and the angel on his own accord good doors will be opening for you on his own accord new ideas will come for you god will give you new platform god will give you new outfit he will send helpers he will make life easy for you he will defend you he will fight for you your life will be fruitful your life will be peaceful your life will be impactful everything needed for life and living receive it in jesus name whatever you need for your next level receive it in jesus name nothing will be scarce with you your heavens are open you will hear clearly from god no more mistake no more confusion no more confusion everything about you will be well i said to you it is well when you go out it is well when you come in it is well well for you in your business well for you in your career well for you in ministry well for you in school well for you when you go out well for you when you come in it is well for you it is well for you you can't be hearing this voice connected to this anointing and not be seeing changes from today you will be seeing terrific changes changes that cannot be explained by human being the lord bless you the lord lift you the lord increase the lord give you divine speed cover you with his grace receive grace to serve him acceptably in jesus name lift up your hand and shout i'm blessed i'm lifted i'm blessed i'm anointed i'm lifted i'm healed i'm delivered praise the lord hallelujah all of you watching me online including all of you here thursday is another day let's meet on thursday morning 8 30 to 10 a.m from goshen land lagos in prayer mountain time all across the world all across the cities connect to me then god bless you god bless you god bless you